All right, all right, here we are yet again with another episode of English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Demion, and we are sitting outside of a Speedway location, right next to Fire Tower Road. For some reason, it seems a little busier than normal, but we're not going to let that stop the party. We're sipping on a white caramel cappuccino. Haven't had one of those in a long time. So in today's pour, we're going to talk about storytelling in combination with role-playing because it is a great way to boost your communication skills since it requires that you tap into your emotions to play out a story. This is the reason that some couples tend to have a little more fun in the bedroom than others because they, well, like to play. For those of you that didn't catch that, maybe one day when you have a few more wild nights on the town, you'll know what I'm talking about. But for those of you that have engaged in the power of role-play, you are aware of its power. We're going to act out two scenarios based on dialogues that I have created for your listening pleasure and also to further illustrate the power of role play in your language studies. The main idea of the first scenario is a man encounters a little boy that is lost in a department store. That's it. No more context needed. Everything else that follows is my knowledge of the English language and my ability to hit the record button for your listening pleasure. You can do the same thing. Now, after listening, feel free to record yourself playing out this same scenario and review it several times to see where you can improve. Enjoy. <laughs> hey, little buddy, what's wrong? Uh, I, I, I can't find my mom. She's somewhere in the store and I don't, I don't know where she is. Okay, okay, calm down. No need to get all bent out of shape over it. I'm sure that she'll turn up in a bit. No, you, you don't understand. She's, she's never coming back and I'm all alone. And I'll be alone forever. Look, kid, people get separated all the time. You just have to be patient. Wait a little longer. She'll be back. No, she won't. So how long have you been waiting? I don't know. Maybe three hours? Three hours? Yeah. Well, that's an entirely different situation. What does your mother look like? Well, she, she has brown hair and she has a green green purse on her shoulder. Great, but I'm sure that you can give me a few more details than that because I don't know if you noticed, but there are several women in here with brown hair and purses on their arm. Is there anything specific about your mother that would help me to find her? Well, she's a little taller than me and, and, and bigger. Taller how? Like what? Is she five foot? Because you aren't exactly the tallest person in the store yourself, kid. She's probably, I don't know, five three and has a tattoo of a strawberry on her thigh? Okay, that's a little more to go on. But you, you won't be able to see the tattoo because she has on jeans and flip-flops. Jeans and flip-flops? Do you remember what color her jeans are? Gray, I, I think. May, maybe they're black, but a little faded. What about a shirt? Was she wearing a shirt? Yeah, she's wearing her favorite shirt. Which one is that? It, it's a shirt with the penguin from Happy Feet on, her, on the front. Like the one in the movie? Yeah, the, the little one from the movie. Okay, where did you see her last? I, I saw her take some clothes into the changing room, and I haven't seen her since. Okay, then, I'll start there. Wait here, and I'll go check. Hey, excuse me. Has anyone seen a woman with grayish pants and a penguin t-shirt on? Look, kid, I couldn't find her. Do you want me to speak to the store manager to see if he can page her for you? Yeah, if you think that will help. Excuse me, sir. I have a little kid here that is looking for his mother, and he can't seem to find her. She is wearing grayish black pants, flip-flops, a t-shirt with a penguin, and has brown hair. Oh, did you say a t-shirt with a penguin? Yeah, 
Hmm. What do you mean, hmm? Well, the cops were here about three hours ago, and they escorted a lady out of the store that we caught shoplifting in one of the changing rooms. Did you catch the woman's name? Yeah, it was Margaret. Hey, kid, what was your mom's name? Margaret. Hey, sir, do you know where the cops took her? They probably would have taken her down to the station, I presume. Okay, thanks a lot. Hey, kid, it uh, looks like your mother was taken to the police station. Why? The manager said that something happened in the store and the police wanted to talk to her down at the station. Is there someone else that I can call for you? You can call my dad. What's his number? His number is 555-487-4891, I think. 555-487-4819? Okay, it's 555-487-4891. Nine. Okay, I'm calling now. Bring, bring. We're sorry, but that number is no longer in service. Please try back again later or call another number. Okay, okay, okay. Let me think for a sec. Oh, there you are. Hey, kid, do you know this person? Yeah, that's my brother. Your brother? Why didn't you tell me that your brother was here? You didn't ask. What? Hey, did you know that your little brother was standing here waiting for his mother for three hours? No, he wasn't. What do you mean? Our parents both died in a car crash two years ago, and every time that he sees a woman with brown hair, he thinks that she's our mother and follows her around the mall. He slipped away from me when I was in Foot Locker, and I've been looking for him ever since. Well, try to keep an eye on him next time. I will. Thank you for your help, sir. Come on, Randy. Let's go home. So what did you think? We took a basic idea and fleshed out an entire story purely based on hypothetical interactions between people that I decided to bring into my scenario. And as a bonus, here are a few questions to test your listening skills. What was the boy's mother wearing? Where was the child's mother last seen? Why was the kid in the department store to begin with? You see, practicing your English speaking skills doesn't have to be something that requires a special time or setup. You simply need an idea or a scenario to focus on and the journey begins. Let's look at another prompt for this exercise. Hmm, let's call this one the bar fight that didn't happen. The context will be two guys get into an argument while throwing back a few cervezas. Cervezas are beers for those of you that are scratching your heads right now. All right, let's go. Hey, barkeep, bring, bring me another sh shot of tequila. I'm feeling pretty good tonight. Sure thing, boss. Coming right up. Hey, barkeep, don't you dare fix that guy's drink before you bring me my Bud Light that I'm still waiting on. Hey, now, hold your horses there, pal. That's my barkeep, and he'll bring you your beer when he gets good and ready to do it. Excuse me? I wasn't even talking to you. So you need to just go back to your drunken super and stay out of grown folks' business. Hey, look, guys, I don't want any trouble. Trouble? Trouble? There won't be any trouble. He's just pissed off because his shirt is too tight and it's cutting off oxygen to his brain. Don't pay him any attention. All right, man. I've had just about enough of your mouth. My mouth? What are you talking about, my mouth? What about my mouth? How do, how do you have my how do you have my mouth? My mouth is here with me holding in my words and tequila. Just shut up, man. Just shut up. No, I'm not gonna shut up. 
it's it's a free country and I can talk. I I can talk as loud as I want and as quiet as I want too. I can talk over here and I can talk over there and I can talk everywhere. So, so you be quiet, man. That's it. I freaking tried to warn you, but you wouldn't listen. You just kept running your mouth. You just keep running your mouth. I see that you need to learn the hard way. So I'm about to give you a lesson that you won't soon forget. Gentlemen, here are your drinks. You ordered the Bud Light, right? Yeah. And you ordered the tequila shot, right? Yes. Is everybody happy with their drinks? Oh, you you know that I'm happy. I'm, I'm always happy. And I love my tequila. Yeah, I'm good, man. So can both of you just calm down so we can all have a nice night and no one goes to jail? I've, I've been to jail probably three time, times this, this week. And I keep trying to say that I have a drinking problem, but I don't think too much. I don't drink too much. I mean, I, I don't think that I drink too much. I just drink tequila. Now, the guy over there he, with the Bud Light, I think he has a drinking problem. He looks so angry with the world. Look, man. Hey, come on now. You can see that the guy is wasted. Just leave it alone. Well, you better keep him in check for the rest of the night because if he keeps talking, he'll be visiting the EMS instead of the county jail. You, you want to send me somewhere? To the EMS. What's that? E M S. Eat more spaghetti, right? No, 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 no. It means early morning special. You want to buy me breakfast? Oh, you're such a wonderful person. You know what, Barkeep? Keep the beer. I'm out of here. Man, you better be glad that guy left without cracking your skull. You were almost in a world of pain. Yeah, that was a close call. But I needed to get the data for my research paper. I'll see you next weekend. And thanks for the ginger ale. No sweat. Now let's check your listening skills. Why were the two men arguing at the bar? Who was the aggressor? And what did he want the other guy to do? Based on the context of the interactions, what do you think that EMS stands for? Well, I hope you enjoyed today's audio, and I would love to hear your attempts to create something similar based on today's exercise. If you would like to send something in, record your audio and send it to englishandcoffeepodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to view a transcript for this episode, you know that you can find them on the site at www.englishandcoffee.org and I will see you in the next one.